gentlemen, welcome back into another episode of the Bet On Me podcast. It's Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. And let's just go ahead and get right into today's episode. We're going to be talking about the top 75 NBA. They, they picked the uh, top 75 players of all time. And I couldn't disagree with this list more, guys. So, number one, I agree with number one. I mean, I can't not agree with Michael Jordan being number one on the top 75 players list of all time. You know, I mean, Michael's won six championships, you know, couple MVPs, or has he won MVPs? I, I don't I don't know. I just know Michael is the GOAT. I know he's won six rings. You know, not a lot of people have done that in the league. Michael did it. We all know how he did it. I'm not going to get into his story. Number two is what I have a big issue with. LeBron James at number two in the top 75 has got to be the biggest joke. I don't know who, you know, it's not LeBron's fault. I'm not hating on LeBron at all. I mean, I am, but, you know, not directly. But it's not his fault. Whoever did this, whoever voted for this is is completely wrong and a prisoner of the moment and just, it's ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous i you know you can go by stats or whatever accolades i don't know he sure hasn't doesn't have the same amount of trophies it's it's not about i mean if you want to talk about all the other bs that you get on the side all that hardware yeah lebron probably has more than most people because he's awarded everything for everything he does off the court and a a lot of this is i think because of most of the off the court stuff for a lot of these players and that's why like a lot of players aren't seen in a light that they should be. Like Kawhi's been painted in a light that's not good because it's you know looked at that he likes to set out to get what he wants. Well, LeBron's done that too. LeBron straight demanded trades and demanded people be traded and all that. But I think a lot of that gets overlooked because all he does for the community and everything, you know. So it's just a lot of this I think is political, and I don't like that because I don't think LeBron should be awarded for things he does outside of basketball inside of basketball you know what I mean like you can't give the guy like yeah he's probably a top 10 player I'll give him that he's probably a top 10 player but number two come on guys what are we doing here we're this isn't a popularity contest and that's why I think LeBron got that because when I go down the list even more you're going to see there's I think personally and I'm sure there's other people that are going to think the same that there's players on here that are better than LeBron should be ranked higher than him. And again, these are just silly rankings that don't really mean much. It's just you know some people in a room or wherever it is that they are that all got together and said, "Oh, this is who I think the best is from this to this." And you know, that's how they got this. But here number 3 is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And that this is what I'm saying, like so you think LeBron's better than Kareem? I mean, that's fine if you do, but I'm not one of those people. So I just disagree with that. You know, Bill Russell at number four. Bill Russell's somebody else that I think is better than LeBron. And yeah, this has kind of turned into a LeBron bashing session. But I mean, I just, these rankings don't make any sense to me. And Magic Johnson, number five. So I see Magic being top five, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Magic was a good ball handler, and, you know, he made, you know, decent passes. But as far as, like, someone who you would actually think of taking over the game and, like, you know, doing a bunch of scoring and all that, that's not that's not what Magic really did. Wilt Chamberlain's number six. Uh, Wilt, you know, he did a lot for the game, and he's just another one of those guys that was just amazing in his time. And it's just that that's another one of those things that I think is just we – 
we've just seen LeBron's entire career, so everybody's kind of judging that, and they're not really thinking about what these guys did, you know. So we got a lot of good. I mean, like here's number seven, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. I mean, I don't. If you don't think LeBron, if you don't think Larry Bird's better than LeBron, that's fine. I don't know if I do either, but I don't think LeBron's deserving of number two, either way. But Larry Bird is one of the best players to play the game. I love that he's on this list because Larry would tell you what he's going to do before he's going to do it. And, that, you know, we could get into stories. I'm sure everybody's heard them. But Larry's the type of guy to tell you, I'm going to go down here to the corner and I'm going to shoot it off the bank into the net. And I'm going to run back down here and I'm going to strip you and I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it again. And literally Larry would do that type of thing like that. He would just tell you what he was going to do. It was hilarious. I've watched a bunch of stories about Larry Bird doing that. Shaquille O'Neal at number eight. This is what I'm saying. If we're talking about the top 75 players of all time, Shaquille's not above. I mean, Shaq. Shaq isn't above LeBron. I'm putting Shaq above LeBron. Pure dominance, size, power. Shaq and LeBron one-on-one. Shaq's dominating every time. I don't care how old they are. Like, it's just, I watch Shaq play. You know, I watched him play. Yeah, my it may have been a different era, but I watched the man play. It it's he's he's not the same kind of person. And this is what I'm saying, guys. These these dudes that we didn't really get to see play aren't the same kind of people. Like, you know, Tim Duncan number nine and Kobe at ten. Now Kobe at ten kind of pisses me off. I think Kobe should be ranked higher. Because Kobe is one, I mean, he's one of the goats. I think it goes Michael, Kobe, you know, and then whoever the hell else you want to throw in there. But I don't, I I think the number two, I think Kobe should be in LeBron's spot, and I think LeBron should be in Kobe's spot. And I feel like if Kobe was alive, he'd be ranked higher, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just crazy to put Kobe at number 10 and LeBron at number two. I just, I have a lot of issue with that, but. You know, it is what it is. That's the top 10. You know, we're not going to get into anything other than that. But yeah, you know, LeBron number two, Kobe number 10. You got Shaq at eight, Michael number one. Can't complain with all that. I think uh, I think Steph is 15, which is kind of crazy. Cause yeah, yeah, see, we got Katie at 13 and then Steph at 15. Which, I, that's what I'm, I don't know where they're getting... I don't know how they're doing the numbers or the, the analytics, the stats, or if they're just voting based on who they like or what it is. I, I don't know. But it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. If it makes sense to you, hey, that's cool. But I wouldn't put LeBron at number two. I wouldn't even put LeBron in the top ten, you know. But that's just me. I mean, Paul Pierce is on the list. And uh, Damian Lillard, I think, is on the list as well. But Tracy McGrady's not on the list. So you you tell me that. T-Mac's not on that list, but Damian Lillard is. I mean, hey, I don't understand it. That, that's why I don't think they understand basketball. I don't think the people that did that list understand basketball because watching basketball and looking at stats on a piece of paper are two different things. And if you're if you watch Tracy McGrady play – and you watch Damian Lillard play, and you're telling me that Damian Lillard is a better player than Tracy McGrady? I'm not saying Damian Damian Lillard's not a great player. He is. But if you're telling me that he deserves to be on the top 75 more than Tracy McGrady, you're crazy. Okay? Tracy McGrady's a Hall of Famer. 
Tracy McGrady scored like 63 points in three quarters and had to be taken out of the game. Like, he's an animal. Like, that's, yeah. Kobe at number 10. What the, what are we doing? <clears throat> anyway, no basketball on the night. We got college, but we all know that I don't really do college because that, you can't, I, I don't know, man. You can't pick college. Just when you think you, when you think you have a bead on college and you think you might know who win and you get some inside information, it still backfires on you. So let's go here. Let's pick some NHL tonight. We're going to do some NHL right now. Tonight, starting around, what is it, 7.40, it looks like is when the puck is going to be dropping on some of these games. We got the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Detroit Wet Red. Bleh. Sorry, guys. We got the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Detroit Red Wings. And Detroit is a home dog in this one. Uh, Avalanche coming in. Minus 315 on the money line, guys. That is a lot. So I think I'm going to take Detroit plus the puck tonight. I'm going to take them plus a puck and a half. Uh, they're looking at the total of six and a half. Uh, you know, that'll probably go over, to be honest with you, because usually when the Avalanche play, they score a lot, and the Red Wings can usually get a couple in there. But if uh, I was a betting man, which I am, and this show is a betting podcast and sports talk show, I'd probably go with the Red Wings plus puck and a half tonight against the Colorado Avalanche at home. Big home dog tonight, but I'd take them. I'd even take them on the money line maybe. 250 plus 250 that's quite a bit and if you want to take over on the total there at six and a half pucks being slapped in the net you probably could and get away with it also tonight we got the sabers going in the canadians this is an even game 110 on the money line we got the sabers minus 300 on the puck line that's plus one and a half pucks being smacked in the net for them and then we've got plus 235 on the puck line for the Canadians. That's one of those games. I would probably stay away from the money line and the puck line. I'd probably take the under of six and a half pucks being smacked into the goals into the nets of this game for um, under seven goals there in the Buffalo Sabres minus the Canadians. I just think that game won't do much tonight. It's looking like it's going to be a dead even game, so I don't really think they're going to score a lot of goals. I think it'll be a really good hard-fought defensive game so we're looking at that one also tonight we got the tampa bay lightning at home taking on the edmonton oilers tampa bay is minus 230 on the money line edmonton coming in plus 188 on that money line Ooh, this is a tough one but i think i would roll with tampa bay Minus a puck and a half on this one. That is plus 106. Edmonton's just not playing good hockey. They haven't been playing good hockey. So unless something's changed in the past like six months that I don't know about, they're not going to probably win this game. Tampa Bay Lightning usually doing a pretty good job at home. I think Tampa Bay wins this one securely by a couple of goals. I'd take Tampa Bay minus a puck and a half. Guys, that is all the time we got today. Those are all the bets that I'm going to throw out for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoy listening. I hope you subscribe wherever it is you listen via Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. Guys, thank you so much for checking out the show. hope you come back for the next one. As always, guys, I am Daniel Perkins. This is the Bet On Me podcast. 
go out there and get some bets in.